With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League, included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Yeah, Kavino and Rich in for DP. And it doesn't escape me that we are filling in for Dan Patrick. Oh, it's great. It gets wild sometimes. I sit back and I'm like, yeah, babe, I gotta go to work. Filling in for Dan Patrick today. You know how I feel? I'm, I'm just a kid from Union, New Jersey. All right, stop, LeBron. I'm just a kid from Union, New Jersey. You're man. not from yeah, I am. I'm just man. a kid from Akron. <laughs> All right. And uh, it's always a pleasure. So thanks again for putting up with us, Cavino and Rich. We're on every afternoon, but it's fun filling in for Dan Patrick. And we were just one show away from the Dan Patrick hat trick. Yeah. So we got two shows today and tomorrow. And it's our last hour. It's been a lot of fun. Joel is on the ones and twos. Danny G on the phones, 877 on Fox. Spotty Boy on the videos at Cavino and Rich. And Kevin Wyatt. Kicking ass on the updates. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. I'm Steve Cavino. Again, just a kid from Union. Stop. Uh, Rich Davis. And we go old school. Throw it back on a Thursday. Yeah. Before we get into more NBA, as we hit the final stretch of the NBA season, we'll talk some offseason NFL stuff because the NFL just dominates. But on a throwback Thursday, when 50 hits, we decided to talk about some old school cereals. Because well, we're up and Adam extra Early for Dan Patrick. Who's Adam? Adam Shine? Good morning. Unbelievable. <laughs> Adam Shine. Shout out to Adam Shine. Um, <laughs> now, I got the number one answer on the board. Survey says every kid's favorite, but I'll save it because I want to go to the phones. Now, it could be discontinued cereals, too, because it's old school. Like, Mr. T cereal. If it was any good, it wouldn't be discontinued. It tasted like Captain Crunch. I bitter fool don't eat my cereal. <laughs> So, you know, it could be any cereal that comes to mind, takes you back, and sometimes, like you said, Rich, there's a progression. As a kid, you loved cereal. They were marketing to you. That's why they stared down at you in the aisle. And then you grow up a little bit, and you try to get healthy, and you're eating all this, like, Kashi cereal, and you're like, you don't even eat cereal for a phase of your life. Well, you know, I, I feel like you retire from cereal. And then you have kids. And you have kids, and, and all of a sudden, like, oh. it's like it's like Cheez-Its and Goldfish, things that come back in your life because yeah. you have kids. I don't um, know. For some reason, I feel like Covino can, can relate more to my poorness than growing up. My my. Childhood. Oh, but you know what, Joe? You would think that because yeah. he tries to act humble, but he was the most no, spoiled was kid actually, in the world. Yeah, I was, yeah, I was I'm starting super, to hear this. Super, super spoiled yeah. kid. But anytime I, I talk about cereal and I say I was raised on cereal, my mom gets so offended, man. Steven, we made, <laughs> I made pancakes and omelets. You're a liar. I'm like, I'm a liar. We ate cereal every day. You're a liar. I'm like, no, I'm not. 
got, we loved Siri. I felt that for a while, and then I started to hear him. Like, no, Joel, honestly, <laughs> you would think you would think as uh, you know, I may come across as the uh, <laughs> the jerk from time to time. Cavino's the guy that was like. He's the kid that got the new car in high school. He's the guy that had like designer clothes. He was the popular kid hitting home runs. So, nah, like, man, I'm that's, from the, that's the barrio of Union, yeah. New Jersey. Yeah, so he's going to teach his kid all the tough ways yeah, of life. His right daughter's going to get a Mercedes when she's 16. Yeah. Yeah. Like, don't, don't let this guy fool you. There's nothing humble by about way, Steve Cavino. I'm trying Camino. to get a discount. So, let me say, uh, we're brought to you by Mercedes Benz. <laughs> there you go. Brought to you by Mercedes Benz. Don't worry, your mom is going to buy you a Mercedes. Steven, you deserve one. You're the most handsome boy. Okay. Now, I got the number one. Answer. You got the number one. How about a couple that are off the board, like not in your top five? All yeah. right, ready? I'll give you a few right. to get the the phones going. Okay, oh, I, I don't. You? I know for sure no I one's going to one say too. a few of these. Can I give you one that I enjoy as adult, but only at a continental breakfast at a cheap hotel? All right, sure. When they when that you crank the little thing, raisin bran. Yeah. I'll have yeah. raisin yeah. bran yeah. as an adult, but as a kid, I was like no, raisin, raisin bran. But as an adult, I actually enjoy raisins. Two scoops of raisins in every box. Let's do the call and response. Two scoops of raisins are the reason. Kellogg's Raisin Bran so pleasing. Yeah, pack it up, pack it in. Yeah. Uh, I, don't think, I don't think that has the same clout. Uh, yeah, and then as adults, it's Raisin Bran Crunch. Oh, yeah. I don't want to give away my number one answer, but I'll give you a call and response. Go ahead. Cinnamon. Toast crunch. Cinnamon and sugar with bacon up a bunch. We got the whole grain taste of the cinnamon. Yeah. Yeah, man. Wow. I love it. That, that's a top three for me. Golden grams right there with that. Yo, oh. Golden grams all day, Danny G. And then if your parents, like my mom, when she was a single mom, she would make the mistake of leaving the sugar bowl out on the kitchen table with a spoon. Yeah. yeah. And whether we had generic Wheaties or cornflakes, we would pile the sugar Yo, on top. Or Rice Krispies. Danny yeah. G, I said this to Kavino on Spot recently, and I was like, I'm glad you guys said it. That way I wasn't just the only kid that did it. I feel like regular Rice Krispies, Yeah. maybe mom would say, cut up a banana, Richie. <laughs> yeah. But you you would sprinkle a, a spoonful of sugar over your Rice Krispies to, to give the, you know, that's slapped. By the way, do you know, uh, a little fun fact, since we're talking cereal, old school cereals, old school and 50 I hits, know what you're going to Thursday. Let's see if they know. There was a fourth little like elf mascot, Snap, Crackle, and Pop. Obviously, there was a fourth one, and it wasn't Slap. I, I heard you say it slaps. <laughs> snap, snap, Crackle, crackle Pop. Oh, and... I know. I know. Shazammy. No, it wasn't no, Shazammy. Diabetes. <laughs> no, it wasn't uh, Wilford Brimley. Um, do you want to know? I'll just say yeah. it was. Pa- I believe it was Pow. It was Pow. Yeah. Snap, Crackle, Pop. And pow, pow. And pow. cut. Pow didn't make the cut. Pow. All right. So that was like Pete Best of the Beatles. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah. out. Kettle um, in wine mixer. Pow. I'm gonna pow. throw out a few of my favorites, but not my number one yet. And then we're going to the phones. Okay. Because no one's gonna say these. There was a cereal called S'mores Crunch as a kid that I used mm. to love, bro. Again, I was a spoiled kid, but grew up on cereal, Joel. I'll give you one that my parents. S'mores Crunch. My parents never let me get because even though all cereal. Is sugary garbage for the most part. My mom was like, "This is crossing the line, Richie." She's like, "Cookie Crisp is just cookies." She's like, "They're not though. even." She's like, "They're not even trying to disguise it." Here's, it's like just the cookies. Part. I would eat it by the handful, right? Like, <laughs> I'd stick my hand in the box, and the, the the roof of my mouth would be all sliced open from eating yeah. these. Yeah, those you know, things were. Yeah, might as well, sharp. Might as well put a sleeve of Oreo cookies in milk. And we're yeah. like, all right. Like, Sounds my, good. Mom, my mom's like, Richie, they're not even trying to like pretend. Oh, what was Cookie Crisp? They had like a burglar on it or something? Like, who were the mascots for that? Yeah, it was, a, yeah, it was like a, a like, burglar. 
burglar and a dog. I think. It was a burglar. Um, there was a cereal discontinued. It was out for a minute in the 80s. I loved it. It was called Ice Cream Cones with Ice Cream Jones. He was the mascot. No one remembers that. And, you know, I brought up Mr. T. Have you? Pee Wee Herman's have favorite you cereal. you joked about the Ice Cream Jones theme song? Yes, I have on our Patreon show. Uh, my name's Ice Cream Jones. Yeah, I sing it. I still sing it. Um, again, because... As a kid, it got in your head, and it's great marketing. But if you remember, they would take whatever popular video game was out or cartoon mm-hmm. was out, and they'd spin off a, a cereal that really didn't last long. And I'm only saying this because I don't think anyone else is going to say it, but you know, we had Pac-Man cereal. We had Donkey Kong cereal. And it all tasted like an off-brand of it Captain was, Crunch with marshmallows. It was all the same. They just changed yeah, whatever yeah. was popular at the but time. But I'll tell you, like you know Ecto which one? Cooler became Shrek uh, yes, Punch. Yes, but you know which one slapped like more than any other cereal I ever had? And this was, I wasn't even into the toy. I wasn't into the toy or the cartoon or anything. Oh, Rainbow Bright cereal? No, no. <laughs> but, my, but my siblings and cousins were. They were younger than me. But Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle had had a cereal, oh, yeah. man, with the little like uh, nets and the marshmallows. It That's was right. so yeah. good, dude. So I get I give that a shout out on a Throwback Thursday, old school and fifty hits. Now your phone we go calls, to you. Joel. Wait Denny a minute, G. I have to agree. Think with about you, Rich. What you got? Cavino was spoiled. I mean, my goodness. Yeah. You see all those cereals he named? Brand name cereals. The guy had. Mom back, bought yeah. all those? Do you remember those? back in the 90s, Joel? This is a random reference, but do you remember a pair of jeans or a pair of pants that were super expensive called Z Cavaricis? No. They were very East Coast. They were like $100 for a pair. I remember my mom, like, I got one pair for Christmas one year. My mom was like, we, can you believe we got you a pair? Cavino claims to have had like 30 pair of them. 35. But yeah. here's the thing. Spoiled jerk. My mom spent Hateable so much guy. money on my Cavaricis, we had no money for food, so we had to eat cereal. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's what it is. Yeah. If yeah. you had more than one, we only, on weekends, we would get to choose a cereal. That would be the only cereal box in the house for the whole week. What was your mm-hmm. go-to, Joel? What was your favorite? Well, we grew up on generics because it was five of us. Oh, you had Tastios? So, no, we just had Flakes. <laughs> flakes? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not even break out flakes. the flakes. Just the cereal. Flakes. You know what? I'll be honest. The I always flakes. there was something about it. I don't know why. I might be the only one. But do you feel like the texture of Special K made it better than Wheaties? I like Special K. Rich was eating Wheaties. I like Wheaties. That Special K kind of got stuck to the roof of your the top roof yeah. of your mouth. It was weird. Did you say that I ate Wheaties? You ate Wheaties. <laughs> All right, let's go to Grape Nuts. <laughs> let's Weakies. go. Grape Nuts was great. Hey, cornflakes in the hood, though, Rich. That was in everybody's kitchen. Cornflakes. Cornflakes. No, no, you, you know where Special K kicked in when oh, your yeah. mom went on a health kick? Oh, hey, yeah. that sugar sitting on yeah. the table yeah. was a necessary ingredient. <laughs> of course. Cornflakes, uh, and then the only sugary one, honeycomb. Remember honeycomb? Of course. Oh, Fruit so Loops good. is one that you see a lot in hotels. Fruit Loops. Fruit Loops. Yeah, that's on. another yeah. one. Fruit Loops. Loops. Tricks for kids. Uh, John in Ohio. You're on with Kavino and Rich. In for Dan Patrick. Throwback Thursday. We're talking old school cereals. What's up, John? Hey, guys. I used to be in South Carolina. Now I'm in Ohio, but... Uh, the cereal that comes out at Halloween, Frankenberry, Booberry, and Count Chocula. What's the best one? Uh, I always ate Frankenberry, but when Halloween comes around, I buy a box and I try a, a bowl of it. Can I tell like- you, bro, John, me and my uncle, because he's like my older brother, right? We still fight about, to, the, to this day, which is the best, and it's so clearly Count Chocula but he swears it's Booberry. You guys need to have better arguments. <laughs> hey, do you want to fight about who's the GOAT, LeBron or Jordan, or Count Chocula or Booberry? Kavino sees his uncle twice a year. Hey, Uncle Joe, I'm telling you it's Booberry. 
That's what you talk about? I swear to God. Hey, how's life? How's everything? Don't forget about life. <laughs> we'll talk about, uh, you know, Captain Crunch. I'm like, he's this guy's crazy to think Boo Berry was the best. Uh, Cap- <laughs> Boo Berry's the hardest to find. That's your biggest qualm with Uncle Joe. But those are uh, great, <laughs> great old school cereals that still hit, in my opinion. Kevin in Arizona. You're on with Kavino and Rich in for DP. What's up? Hey, what's going on, guys? Yo. Hey, hey uh, you guys are forgetting one. I don't know if you remember Waffle Crisp. I do remember oh. Waffle Crisp. There was Waffle O's, too, at one point, but Waffle Crisp was, was bomb. They got soggy it. quick, though, didn't they? Mm, yeah, they had that, uh, they had that waffly, syrupy taste to them. I loved it. You know, uh, we talked about one of my favorites, Cinnamon Toast Crunch. You know what they have now? You go down the cereal aisle, they have, like, cinnamon churros and cinnamon French toast. They have all these variations now. They just try to get you. They try to get you. Yeah, they got Oreo cereal. Yeah, they got everything, man. Uh, Gerard in L.A. What's up, Gerard? You're oh, on. Gerard. Good morning, gentlemen. What's up, man? I uh, love your show. Thanks, even brother. When it's your show, and even when it's not your show. <laughs> Appreciate you, man. Uh, five eight one sixty. I've always wanted to say that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it, it, it's it's got to be crunch berries, guys. Mm, crunch berries. Mm, Saggies. Mm. Mm, the captain. Mm. Mm. You know, uh, John Sterling. <laughs> John though. Sterling, is he do the voiceover for Captain Crunch? He does. Mmm, mm. soggies. Mm. Not as high. Not as far. Mmm, it's a soggy. Mmm, <laughs> crunch berries. Mmm, a Stantonian mm. blast. It is gone. Mm. Crunch berries. John Sterling, the voice of the Yankees, is also the voice of Captain Crunch. According to us. According to us. But hold on. He said crunch berries? Yeah. In my family, we were a cereal family. Peanut butter crunch was number one. Out there, your mom's getting number so one. mad. P- peanut butter crunch was the shizbam snappy. That's number one. Number no 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 not my number one. It was the number one of the Captain Crunch. Yeah, it's changed now though. Yeah, it's they not changed even peanut it. butter. They changed it. And by the way, you know it's Captain Crunch, right? It's not like Captain. It's Captain Crunch. Captain uh, Crunch. Captain. Well, no, how no cap. <laughs> no cap. Um, but there was Choco Crunch. There was the regular generic Captain Crunch. There was lots of them. I'm Anything a big fan. Anything chocolate that could change the milk. Oh, that, that that's Yo, a front hold, runner. Hold, hold, hold your, yeah. hold your you're thought. You're leading to my number one answer. I think, I think you're leading. Is he and Kavino on the same page? Yeah, Look at you guys. Same uh, cat. Let's go to Thomas in Iowa, and then Kavino reveals number one. <laughs> what's up, Thomas? Hey, what's up, y'all? Hey, Fruity Pebbles, and what type of cereal person are you? Do you eat it right away, or do you wait for it to get soggy? You know, Me personally, I wait for it to get soggy. A strategy, by the way, Thomas, is that first of all, you know the, the you know the famous phrase or meme like, "What psycho pours the milk in first? You got to put the cereal in first, then you pour the milk over, and then a person that then, puts the milk in first is a person that puts a, a shoe on before their sock. Yeah, it's well, ridiculous. And then once you pour the milk in, then you take the spoon and push the cereal oh, around yeah. the outside oh, so that everything's yeah. submerged. Oh yeah, you can't you can't eat it right away, but you don't want it to get too soggy, so you give it like almost like a thirty second count. Or like a standing 10 count. <laughs> you you got to give it a little break. Old school cereals. We've talked mom cereals. But that guy's right. Fruity Pebbles is in my top three. Fruity Pebbles is great, but it's mm-hmm. it's kind of like, it's very tricksy. The, I have, right? I have it's, four. It's just like tricks and shape different little pebbles. I have four that stand out, and I refuse to say Mount Rushmore because that's what everyone does, so I won't do that. But I have four that stand out, and I think one of them is your number one, so I'll, I'll lead you into it. But okay. I think Fruity Pebbles mm-hmm. is on the list. Cinnamon Toast Crunch. They're always after me, Lucky Charms. Mm. I like some Lucky yeah, Charms but, just but based you, on those stupid marshmallows. And, if you, yeah, but again, in my house, you just got the uh, 
you got the box without the marshmallows because I would just eat all the marshmallows. Yeah. You know, I did that as an adult. My wife's yeah. like, how? She's like, you're eating all the kids' marshmallows. I'm like, shut, shut your mouth. Don't they just <laughs> sell the marshmallows now? They do. That's, the, yeah. That's Fat America for okay, you. Okay, so uh, Lucky Charms. Lucky Charms, yeah. Fruity Pebbles, Cinnamon Toast Crunch, and the number one that I think we agree on. Okay. Let's see, hold my, on. Let's my see. number one. Because I would eat it by the box. Wait, hold on. Let me write it. Yes. Okay. okay we agree. So, so Rich and I agree. It's, it's in the top. I had it recently, and... It's the best. It's and like, Joel, you're not going to deny it either because you love the chocolatey milk. The chocolatey milk that's left over. Cocoa Pebbles, bro. Cocoa Pebbles. Cocoa Pebbles is the king. And the conversation. Yes. It's the king. And, and it's Cocoa still Pebbles. around. Until they came out with the Cocoa Corn Frosted Flates. Oh, they're not better than the Pebbles. No, I feel oh, like, oh, well, I got to try. You don't have a They tr- had a leg up. It. They had a leg up on you already because they're the Frosted Flakes. You just, you, you, you know why? Because you grew up eating flakes. <laughs> That's you, true, though. I like pebbles. It's true. I ate the pebbles. Once I became the person that buys my own cereal, I rebelled. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I'm never Nothing going back to Nothing from the generic aisle. I'm Nothing. never going back to flakes again. Hold on. So, okay, my number one my number <laughs> yeah. one is Cocoa Pebbles. Rich, right. what's your number one? Cinnamon Toast Crunch, uh, I think. I'm gonna, yeah, I mean, Cocoa Pebbles might be my number one, but I think Cinnamon Toast Crunch is hard to beat. I'm going to go Cinnamon Toast Crunch. So, Joel, is your number one flakes or the, the new chocolatey flakes? Actually, if I just put just the right amount of sugar on them flates, they'd be better than frosted flates. But <laughs> frosted flates is my number one. Danny G. They're yeah, great. Yeah. Danny G, what's your number one? I'm Alpha, say alphabets. Number one for me, Lucky Charms. <laughs> wow. All yeah. right. Honey Nut Cheerios is on the list. That's a great That's a great cereal that's but pretty basic. But when you feel healthy. Yeah. Yeah. And my mom, maybe because this box was a little cheaper, remember O's? Yeah. Bootio, yeah. Bootios. Oh. Bootios. <laughs> oh, she got all the she got all the honey cereals. Uh Spotty, what's your number one? Oh, man. King Vitamin? Ooh, I loved King Vitamin. <laughs> man. Kaboom. Uh, Kaboom on a throwback you know, Thursday. You know, yeah, like, you know my like wife fruity? You, know, you know my wife still gets to this day and they always had they, they were different. You know, like every so often there was a Nintendo game that was a different color. Yeah. Corn pops came in that silver bag. Oh, yeah. Remember yeah. that? You were like, ooh, it's fancy. Those were always in school. Yeah. They all the bright yellow box. Corn pops. Corn pops. That's That's a good one. I've had the gamut and I'm like my thought process is what would I get if I went to the store right now? I mean like, I haven't you, had cereal in years. I mean you don't need to overthink it this no, much. No, I have to. <laughs> We'll come back um, to spot. But who's the mascot for Corn Pops? Some, some porcupine or something, It was the right? guy on the horseback, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. A long time ago. Yeah. yeah. But then it was some porcupine. Look, there was an evolution, right? Because anything that was sugary became honey. Uh, there was sugar smacks and sugar bear, and he turned into honey bear and honey smacks. The mascots changed throughout the year. So, yeah, there was some cowboy, and then it was the, I'm pretty sure it was a porcupine oh, that or that hedgehog. Mascot? Yeah, yeah, Dak, Dak Prescott. Prescott. Yeah. Dak Prescott was the uh, mascot. Oh, in the 80s, that was uh, Danny White. Danny was on White. Your cereal. I got a quick outlier for you, and this was one where if you put a layer of sugar on the top of it, it would sink to the bottom. Grape nuts. Yeah, grape nuts. That Again, could add. That like could mom healthy cereal. Or when you're feeling healthy. Yeah, yeah. exactly. The sugar messed that up. I, I'm looking at some of the ones Kavino's looking at right now. Hold on one second. Yeah, Cocoa I never Puffs. had Kaboom. What was Kaboom? Kaboom Did I was miss the out on Kaboom? Clown. Yeah, my grandma always had that. Kaboom. Yeah. Kaboom, um, Steven. <laughs> yeah, no, she would always buy that. And didn't your grandmother call Coco Pebles? Coco Pebles, Esteban. <laughs> um, the regular Captain Crunch would just tear your mouth up. Yeah, just, yeah. Oh, exactly. Um, Quisp on a throwback Thursday. Uh, I'm just thinking of some old ones. No one mentioned Frosted Flakes yet. Quisp? Are you is Mike Tyson talking or are you? Qu- yeah, uh, Quisp. Cookie Quisp. 
<laughs> no, just just quisp. Spinal. Quisp? Quisp. Spinal. I used to love cookie quisp. <laughs> no, it's just quisp. Just quisp. All right, I think on that note, Spot, give us your favorite so we can move on. I'll, I'm going to stick with Fruity Pebbles. I feel like that would be the one I would go get. It's a good one. It's a good one. All hey, right. Kavino and Rich in for the great Dan Patrick here on Fox Sports Radio, brought to you by Mercedes-Benz and Mercedes-Benz Studio. We have more next right here on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Dan Patrick Show weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Paulie Fusco here with Tony Fusco. Yo. Of course you know us as the host of the number one rated Paulie and Tony Fusco show. World renowned. We all know you're sick and tired of these stupid sports shows where the hosts say stupid things like Tom Brady's the GOAT. Or LeBron James is good at basketball, which he is clearly not. See, we give you smart takes. Yeah. And we also bring on so-called famous guests from across the sports world and show them why we know much more than they do. You're off the show! Are you serious? Listen to the Polly and Tony Fusco show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. You've probably put this off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that will elevate your game. Touring tires for commuting comfort. How about performance tires for sporty handling? All-terrain if you're going on and off-road adventuring. Go to TireRack.com and get started. You're not sure where to begin? I suggest the easy-to-use tire decision guide. Get a personalized tire recommendation, the right tires for how and what and where you drive. Choose from the full lineup of Yokohama Tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They bring the tires to your home or office and install them on site. 
Go to TireRack.com slash Dan. See their Yokohama test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Dan. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. All right, welcome back to CNR on FSR. By the, time, uh, and Rich. by the time you usually hear this song at a wedding, like your drunk uncle has a tie around his head. Yeah, he does. <laughs> yeah, he does. Hey, Dan Patrick, off today. Love uh, hanging with you guys. Kavino and Rich live from the Mercedes-Benz studio. And by the way, if you're the, uh, if you're the guy saying drunk uncle with a tie in his head, I don't know what he's talking about, then you're probably the drunk uncle. Yeah, true. There you go. Uh, at Covino and Rich on social media. Covino and Rich in real life. But again... Shout-outs to Joel and Spotty and Danny G and Kevin Wyatt, everybody hanging out with us right now, all the affiliates. We appreciate you guys. Please subscribe to our podcast, too. We really appreciate that. We're on every day on Fox Sports Radio, but it's a pleasure to be on here uh, this morning for Dan Patrick. So search Covino and Rich, C-O-V-I-N-O. Again, just a kid from Union, New Jersey. In for Dan Patrick. Just try to make it. <laughs> and yeah, so please, we appreciate it. And if, if you leave a review, you qualify for a bribery ball. We have Fox Sports Radio, Covino, and Rich Footballs. Now, we're going to talk about players that you hated. Now you're forced to like. There's a few stories in the world of sports. It's kind of hard. Is it a progression? Do you just make the decision because they're wearing your jersey now? They represent your city? Is it that easy? How does it work for you? When a guy you typically hated is now on your team, what do you do? Because there's a story, there's a couple, there's a couple factors at play here. Because the NBA, a lot of moves, a lot of moves. And with Russell Westbrook, remember Aaron Rodgers woke up and he's like, wait a minute, where's Westbrook? Wait, what happened? <gasps> Aaron, he's still in LA. Wait, what? I thought they got rid of him. No, on the on the on the Clippers. No. Yeah. They're still going to suck. I know you were in a four-day slumber, Aaron. Yeah. So, yeah, Russell Westbrook is now a Clipper, and right? I know uh, Ben Maller, Monsi Bolaños, who does the updates. I know a lot of Clippers fans here at Fox Sports Radio are probably fighting themselves. Like, wait a minute. I just spent the last months of my life making fun of the Lakers and Russell Westbrook. Wait, and now he's on my team? Now I got to root for this guy? How do, you, how do you spin and twist that? I'm not sure Ben Maller had Westbrook in his ingredients for the baba ganoush. For the, uh, <laughs> for the Clippers so. baba ganoush. I don't think so. He had Juicy Lucy. No, uh, no Russell Westbrook. And Patrick Beverly. Polarizing character. Right? And anytime someone's polarizing, there's always that feeling of, I don't know if I could root for this guy. It's either the guy's flashy, he's outspoken, he's polarizing, or he's just really good and he destroys your team. That's why you hate a player, Probably. right? Oh, I hate this guy. He's a blowhard. He's a crybaby. Hey, why, why did Met fans hate Chipper Jones back in the day? Larry. Because he owned Larry. the Mets. He owned them so much, he named his son Shay. So, yeah, so it's like, <laughs> exactly, it's so great. Um, that's like a Mets fan now having to root for Chipper Jones, right? So Patrick Beverly now finds himself as a Chicago Bull, but he's trying to win over the fans because you know what he said? He said that his goal is to not only make the playoffs, but to knock the Lakers out. Because they play a few times down the street. Right, right. But now Bulls fans are like, well, I like that. 
And, you know, yeah. he's trying to win us over, but I hated Patrick Beverly. So, but, when, but when he's on your team. But when he's on your team. I, we named these guys yesterday on our show, but to reiterate, guys like Richard Sherman. I remember in the 90s as a Niners fan, Deion Sanders hated him. Then he came to the Niners for that championship run in 94-95. And Loved him. all of a sudden I was like, prime time, baby! So you love a guy when he wins for you, but those same type of people when they're not on your team. So God, they're not likable. Again, hated players that now you're forced to love, you end up loving. Who comes to mind? How does it work for you? Does and it take a minute? It's interesting Do with they Chicago. Have to win? It's interesting with Pat Bev because Chicago is on the outside looking in just outside of playoff reach as we speak. Same with the Lakers. So he left the team so is on a, the bubble. So and is now Aaron he, Lewis of Stained. I don't, know, I don't know if you knew that. Yeah. <laughs> He's on the outside. I'm on the outside. He's looking in. He's looking in. So, Pat Bev. What do other guys come to mind? We were talking about Russell Westbrook. Guys that... Again, it's always going to be outspoken, flashy guys. Or again, a guy who owned your team. T.O. T.O. comes to mind. (laughs) T.O. For sure. As a guy like, I hated this guy. T.O. Now I got to root for this guy. T.O. ran to the 50-yard line and disrespected the Dallas Cowboys star. Like he was was Rick James on, uh, on a couch. F y'all couch. No. <laughs> he put the ball down. The ultimate, and then disrespect. he ends up playing for the Cowboys. And Cowboy fans are like, "Yeah, we good. We're it's okay. Come on." We're Takes good. a minute, and the only way to really make it work uh, is to win, right? Yeah, is winning to cures all. Walk the talk, and then all of a sudden, everybody's on board and they're supporting you, even though they hated you. Uh, but it does take a minute, and it takes some campaigning, too. We often reference Bryce Harper when we talk about stuff like this. Like Bryce there, Harper? There's some campaigning involved in winning over the new fans. Bryce that, Harper was a genius. Yeah. Shout out to the late, great and by Lenny the way, Poffo, the genius. The shout out to Lenny Poffo was right. Rest in peace. Why would anyone hate Bryce Harper? Because he's good. Because he's arrogant. Or does, he plays with a sense. Or he looks a little arrogant. It's the hair. It's the hair. He's handsome. He's got the beard. Good stubble. You're he like, that's this guy. A good beard, yeah. Right? So, you know, he, he has to campaign and win over new fans. So, when he went to Philadelphia, keep in mind, we, you know, time flies. He's been on the Phillies for a minute now. He was on the Washington Nationals. And when he was there, I'll tell you who hated him. Mets fans. Phillies fans, Marlins fans. I don't know if they exist, but Marlins fans. <laughs> um, and, and everyone else in that division. Braves fans. Because he dominated when he went to the Phillies as a free agent. You know what he did? He started taking pictures, hugging the Philly fanatic. He was wearing Philly fanatic socks. He was talking about how he loves the city of brotherly love, and he's going to earn their love, and he's eating yeah. cheesesteaks. And, yo, he dove headfirst in. He really did. Like, when you think back and, and when you witnessed what he did, you're like, yo, that was really smart because he won everybody over. Everybody who hated on him, everybody that hated his pompadour, and oh, this guy with the hair and the beard. Oh, and, and the, the eye, stupid eye black. The eye black. Yeah. <laughs> Remember in his early days, he would pull it down. He was some sort of uh, warrior, uh, you know, <laughs> some sort of ultimate baseball warrior. And, you know, he did a great job winning them over. So we ask you, Fox Sports Radio Nation, how do you do it and who comes to mind? Players you hated, Why'd you hate him? And now you're forced to love him. I always hated, and my number one answer, again, I got number one answer on the board. Survey says. Okay, Steve Harvey. For me. For me. Number one answer for me. I always hated guys like Paul O'Neill. He's my number one like go-to when I think of stuff like this. You know why? 
because he was like a crybaby kind of guy. And he had like a Ronald McDonald afro. And I'm like, this guy sucks. I hate Paul O'Neill. He's a crybaby. Look at him crying. Said the Ronald McDonald. <laughs> he went to the barber and asked for the Ronald McDonald. Yeah, same like when uh, Howie Long goes to the barber and he goes, can I get the Hulk Hogan? <laughs> yeah. yeah he, Not Howie, Terry Bradshaw. Terry, Terry Bradshaw. Howie, Howie Long just says, uh, military cup, please. No, uh, Howie Long asked for the Brian Bosworth. Or did Brian Bosworth ask for the Howie Long? Yeah, I messed it up. Um, <laughs> no, but Paul O'Neill, like, he had a Ben Savage haircut. I don't think, I think Jimmy Johnson just wears a helmet. I don't think that's, I think it's a helmet. It's a hair helmet, it is. <laughs> like those little people, like the little toys. Yeah. It's a hair helmet. So, Paul O'Neill. Why is he polarizing? I don't know. His his crybaby attitude, the way he'd come back and beat up on a Gatorade cooler, he'd smash a water cooler, he's swinging the bat, crying and pouting. Then when he came to the Yankees and he brought that fire and fury and that winning attitude and those expectations to the Yankees, and I saw him win and produce, I'm like, and watched him every day. Yeah. I'm like, man. The guy who I hated and I thought was a big crybaby, I love this guy. I love this guy. Let me just say that as a true Detroit fan, we, we don't have that problem. <laughs> no, no Never one decides, have. No one decides to jump ship to go to Detroit? We hate players that leave us. So we hate a lot of teams. I'll tell you and what. And Dama Kong Sue right now. Well, he's one of those hateable guys. Joe, I'll tell you this. Uh, you know why? Because he plays dirty. That's another factor of why people hate somebody. He's a dirty player, or he he, he had the reputation. Of I know. Being I know. This player. has been the narrative before, Joel. But you got to be a little excited being a Lions fan because they're going to be the the hot, sexy team going into next season. You, you look great towards the end, or, or do you know how to curb your enthusiasm? Well, with this see, stuff? this is what I'm saying. If you keep it in context of what we're talking about, that team is being generated from the ground up. There's no transfer, transplant coming to us except for the quarterback. But and that was a trade. Was kind of, yeah. yeah, they didn't want him. So we he, got plenty of them. I think. Jared, I mean, you look at the Tigers, you look at the Red Wings, you look at the Lions, you look at, I mean, all across the board, we don't really get players that we hated from other teams. We we don't have any. That's true. Last time, when I, when I think of the Detroit Tigers, I still think of like Lou Whitaker and Alan Trammell. <laughs> I still, I still think of that team. I still think of uh, Fielder. I still think of uh, who was that? All players who left us. Yeah, all the players. Chet Lemon, Verlander left you. Oh! Max Scherzer left you. Matt Man. Oaks. Matt I think Oaks we left get you. the picture, Rich. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, so, Barry Sanders and Megatron decided to just be like, "Yo, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> I'm out. I'm out." Two of the best players of all time hey. just decided to be like, "Yo, Detroit, later." You guys are both originally from the East Coast. Roger Clemens comes to mind. Yankee and Red Sox player. Yeah, this, you know is, a, this is a guy that you had to hate as a kid, being a Yankees fan. You know, when, when the Rocket was winning Cy Youngs for the Red Sox, how could you have loved him? It was tough, but you win, right? And that's the, uh, that's the deciding factor here. And the Yankees won with Clemens. You wouldn't know it if you went to the stadium because they removed him from all the montages and videos. But, you know, he won. You know, uh, same with Johnny Damon. You know, that was an adjustment. You went from hating the guy to loving the guy just because he's wearing your jersey. You know, how fickle of a fan are you? Can you do that automatically? Uh, and again, the reason a- we bring this was up, a big one too, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, without a doubt, you know. But again, he humbled himself and he was like, you know what? I'm willing to move to third for Jeter. It's Jeter's team. I'm just on it. I'm just A-Rod. Uh, but again, he won. They won with A-Rod. So that's when it sort of changes and your, your perspective changes. The reason we bring this up again is Patrick Beverly, very polarizing, outspoken guy, was on his own podcast talking about 
Hey, Chicago, my mission is to beat the Lakers now. And, to bring, and, Lakers. To, and to bring us to the playoffs. And to bring us to the playoffs. But they went from hating this dude to now, hey, you know what? I guess we got to get on board and love this guy. And that usually happens. They're hateable people, hateable players until they're on your team. And again, Russell Westbrook, our own Ben Maller and Monty Bolaños, hating on him as a Laker, forced to love him now. Got to root for him. That's your team. Who else comes to mind? Uh, I'm looking at our feedback. John Bernanski hit us up, and he said it's hard for him not to think of guys he hated that helped his Blue Jays win a World Series. He said Ricky Henderson, Roger Clemens, David Cohn. There's a lot of guys that were hired guns for the Blue Jays. Wasn't Dave Winfield on that squad? They won a chip, and all of a sudden it's like, hey, you won a World Series? You sort of like the guys, right? Tom Brady. You think people in Tampa were all hey, like, yeah, hey, TB12. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, yo, Joe, you know me, you, Kavino. We're all, uh, believe it or not, we're all Tom Brady fans. But I'll tell you what, there are people in Tampa that probably hated on him. And then it was like, well, you don't hate him when he gave you a Super Bowl, do you? What about people in <laughs> Philadelphia that are like big-time animal lovers and they had to come to grips with Michael Vick, who was their quarterback for a while? I got a question for you. Um, as we edge closer to the weekend, I'm very pumped for it. Love the short work week. It's a Thursday that feels like a Wednesday. Oh, and John hit us up and said we're sleeping on Apple Jacks, by the way. Oh, <laughs> oh Apple yeah, Jacks. Apple Jacks. Yeah, that's a good one. Right, Another sorry, school back, cereal. Back, yeah. back to you. Very sorry. old school. <laughs> you, you still get them in a little box, the variety pack with some Fruit Loops. Um, speaking of hateable, and again, there's something magical about it because you'll tune in just because you hate that guy so much. Right? Like, how many people watch Floyd Mayweather fights just to see if he lost because he didn't like his, his arrogance or his flashiness? Um, how many people you think watching this weekend just to see Jake Paul potentially lose to Tommy Fury? He's very hateable. Very hateable guy. He's the problem child. Right? So it's, it's also good marketing. Are we going to watch that this weekend together? I think so. We'll, we'll probably talk some more about it tomorrow. How much we pay? Is it, is it a pay? It's a pay per view, right? Usually I'd say I, I got it, but I feel like for Jake Paul, I feel stupid spending all the money, so we'll split it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But again, hateable dude, polarizing guy. Well, hey, your feedback, your phone calls, we'll take them. In for Dan Patrick, you got Cavino and Rich and Fox Sports Radio live from the Mercedes-Benz studio. More next right here on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Dan Patrick Show weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. 
You know, you get those pieces, like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. You've probably put this off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that will elevate your game. Touring tires for commuting comfort. How about performance tires for sporty handling? All-terrain if you're going on and off-road adventuring. Go to TireRack.com and get started. You're not sure where to begin? I suggest the easy-to-use tire decision guide. Get a personalized tire recommendation, the right tires for how and what and where you drive. Choose from the full lineup of Pirelli tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They bring the tires to your home or office and install them on site. Go to TireRack.com Dan, see their Pirelli test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com Dan. TireRack.com the way tire buying should be. Who's the real goat, Jordan or Jordan? Montel Jordan. <laughs> this is how we do If you're listening to the podcast, you might not be hearing it in the future, but Joel playing some Montel Jordan getting me fired up for the weekend. It's Cavino and Rich, CNR on FSR, in for the Dan Patrick Show. I want to thank everyone who was hoping to hear Dan Patrick. You know who's really shocked about hearing and, us and today? And still enjoyed us. And, yeah, and still enjoyed yeah. us, obviously. But uh, Rip Van Rogers as Mike. You know Mike who runs this place? Yeah, Mike. Yeah. He's now calling him uh, <laughs> Rip Van Rogers. Yeah, Mike the guy that runs the place. Mike. Yeah, Mike. Mike. You know, Rogers emerged from the darkness today. And he probably uh, where woke up. Where like, oh, man. Yeah, put on uh, the Dan Patrick show. I love the Danettes. <laughs> Who the hell are these guys? <laughs> that's what. They, that's exactly what Aaron Rodgers said. Aaron Rodgers probably the most shocked to hear us today, expecting to hear Dan Patrick. And guess what? We'll be here again tomorrow, and we discuss weekend hobnobbing, something yeah. we always do on our show. What to do this weekend? What to what to watch in the world of sports and streaming, and what shows to catch up on? So that and a bunch more tomorrow. Brought to you by the Mercedes Benz. Uh, studios here. Intelligence runs in the family. Innovation runs in the family. Extraordinary runs in the family. The 2023 Mercedes-Benz range of SUVs. Every member is waiting to impress. Learn more at MBUSA.com. That's MBUSA.com. Again, at Covino and Rich, if you want to play along at home. Going to your phone calls now at 877-99 on Fox. You know what? Scott hit us up. We're talking about athletes that are polarizing to the point where when they're on your team, you love them. But when they're not on your team, you're like, I hate that guy. Exactly. He said, uh, you know, as a Minnesota guy, he said, AJ Przinsky. AJ Przinsky. Yeah. Again, polarizing guy. When that guy came back into the mix with socks and other yeah. team, yeah, the giants, like, yeah, it's just not likable when he's not on your team. I felt that way as a Mets fan about, 
Jose, 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 Jose. Jose. Jose Reyes was one of those guys that when he's on your team, you love him. When he's not, you're like, hmm, I hate this guy. I hate this guy. Uh, Jimmy in Kansas. You're on with Kavino and Rich in for DP. What's up? Hey, guys. First of all, just a couple quick things. Love, love, love the show. Thanks, uh, man. Thank you for the bribery ball. It's awesome. Thank you. Oh, thank you, man. Yeah, get yourself a bribery ball like Jimmy and just subscribe to the podcast and leave a nice review and we pick random friends to give uh, the bribery balls to. What's up? Okay, so I wanted to weigh in just real quick on a couple of things. Uh, I'm a big Jets fan, and I absolutely, you guys kind of already said one, Michael Vick and Brett Favre, I hated them. Of course, until they signed with the Jets. And, yeah. You know, there were so many people that were probably like, I hate Favre, and then Jet fans were like, all right, I guess so. Oh. How many people mocked Aaron Rodgers in New York, especially with all the COVID stuff but you and know what it exposes? People? It exposes that thin line between love and hate, because if you're so easily swayed and now you love the guy, that means the whole time while you were hating him, you were just hating him for jealous reasons. Oh, wait, does that mean every girl that hated you sort of maybe loved you too? That's kind of where I'm getting at, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, look at Brett Favre, though. I left Green Bay. Mm-hmm. I went to the Jets. Yeah. What do you green do? You know what? It would be you really. following in my footsteps? Really? You going to do that? It, it would be pretty wild to think that two iconic Green Bay quarterbacks sort of like ended with the Jets. I don't know if I was Brett Favre if I'd appreciate that. I don't think it's going to happen. But we're about to find out. Derek Carr? Jimmy G? You know, I, I'm just being a New Yorker. I just know uh, the Jets have that like losing reputation even when they do well there was the mark sanchez rex ryan period where they did have a couple good years we forget they were there they competed for a couple years i don't think at this stage of of rogers legacy he's gonna he's gonna want to take the chance to be the savior for a losing franchise Mm. or a franchise that has that sort of stigma all that added pressure on him no he's gonna want to go to a team that could could contend without that reputation man it's it's rough though because if you go to the raiders you're 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 in the same division with mahomes you're in the same division with Justin Herbert and the same division with a Russell Wilson and now Sean Payton. You go to the East, you're with Josh Allen. So, like, he's sort of running out of places to it's go. It's simpler than that. If he stays where he's at, it hurts the Lions. So he'll stay. Arrivederci. Joe wants him out. It's a done <laughs> uh, Northern California. Let's go to Will. Will, you're on with Kavino and Rich. Good morning, you guys. What's up, man? How are you doing? We're good. Uh, I, I live three quarters of a mile where, from where Aaron Rodgers grew up. And? And? and you weird? St- I mean, it's up above Chico. I mean, we're, we're talking population 1,800. And you, I, not many people and you, and you And you peeked in his windows. <laughs> <laughs> and you're a weirdo. No, uh, that's cool, though. Do you think Aaron Rodgers, yeah. where do you think he ends up, Will? Okay, well, I want to, uh, where are you going to end up at with the uh, Jets? Wow. Yeah, I mean, I listen, think, I there's 30, there's, you know, we're talking about 32 teams. There's only about five choices, right, when you think about it. So, hey, make Was he on Ayahuasca's? Yeah, that guy. That Was guy. he trying to battle Bob in Oregon as our Aaron Rodgers insider? I, I live. So. I he went way right. back. He did a throwback Yo. inside. It's me, Will. I live in the hometown of Aaron Rodgers, and I know that Aaron used to go to the Subway sandwich shop right up there. <laughs> Let's see if our insider is still on the line. Yo, there. Bob, are you still there? Bob Oregon. Well, here, and oh. I've got some news for you guys. Oh, Bob's oh, one what, last what's, update. What's the scoop on Aaron Rodgers? Well, uh, after enjoying his corned beef and hash at the local Wild Goose there, um, he went to the hardware store. <laughs> and the only report I was able to get from the waitress about the meal was the extremely, you know, 
big size of his tip. The big size of it. Oh, wow. on the bill. On the bill. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Oh, I was like, Thank wow. He, he came out of the darkness with no clothes on. Uh, well, Sean in Sacramento. Uh, last call on this. Sean, what do you think, man? What's on your mind? Yo, my brother's from another mother. Hey, Joel in the morning time, man. I like the little mix y'all got going oh, on. It's fun, man. man. Yeah, we have fun. It's kicking it big. But uh, real quick, for all of the other welfare slash wick kids, best cereal ever. Honey bunches of oats and kicks. Like, I'm just gonna get that out the way right now. Good and ones. I, I gotta, I gotta say, man. Look, I, I think that there was a little bit of conflict when Chris Weber came to Sacramento Kings. I mean, the dude was basically a bust. The the timeout gate, all that stuff, and we man. traded for this dude. He cried on the plane over here because he said he thought he was getting shipped over to a cow town. And look what happened, man. Big sloppy kisses between the fans and him. He ended up doing a full-page article in the uh, newspaper when he ended up getting traded to Detroit. So it was, it was, it was a beautiful thing, man. That would be my pick. Yeah, you know what? It's interesting. Sean brings up a story about Chris Webber not wanting to go to Sacramento and then loving it. You know who has a very similar story, and he just re-signed to uh, continue to call Mets games? Keith Hernandez. Keith Hernandez, when he got traded from the Cardinals to the Mets, he contemplated walking away. He's like, the Mets stink. Because at that time, the Mets hadn't done anything. And Keith Hernandez is like, I hate New York. I hate the Mets. I hate everything. And look at that. Ends up his whole career is sort of based around. All right. Well, listen, we'll see you guys tomorrow. Until then, have a great day. Arrivederci, baby. We will see you tomorrow. See you in the promised land. Goodbye now. Goodbye, guys. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.